Welcome to the All or Something Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Kepler, and this podcast is all about ditching black and white thinking and exploring the gray areas of health, happiness, and everything in between. If you're ready to feel empowered and inspired, then let's get to it. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 80 of the All or Something Living Podcast. Did you know that a more confident person is likely to be chosen for a job over someone with more experience? Confidence is something that we all long for, yet many of us lack. But the good news is that confidence isn't something that you're either born with or not. It's something that you can build on and improve over time, just like any other skill or habit. So in this episode, I'm going to teach you three steps that you can take to become a more confident version of yourself so that you can show up more fully in your life and create the success you desire. This episode of the podcast is sponsored by the All or Something Lifestyle Crash Course. If you love and benefit from this podcast, then you'll really love this course. So for just $27, you can learn the ins and outs of how to finally get out of your own way and become unapologetic about your life's visions and desires. The crash course is divided into four short modules. In the first module, I'll break down how you can stop chasing external validation and find the confidence within yourself to complete any important goal you set for yourself. Module two is all about learning how to have such a deep, fulfilling relationship with yourself that you quit living for the when and you start enjoying the now. Then in module three, you'll discover why you likely experience binges and strong cravings and how to set goals to nourish your body without feeling the need to be perfect or on a diet all the time. And finally, in module four, you'll learn how to show up more consistently for yourself, your relationships, your professional life, and more. I'll teach you how you can build flexible routines that allow you to be productive while still honoring down days. You'll finish each day feeling accomplished and proud of yourself. With each module, you'll get a PDF worksheet, and I've even included as a bonus for you an emergency self-care kit for times when you feel burnt out and tired. You can access the course anytime, anywhere, and watch the videos with slides if you're a visual learner, or listen as you complete other tasks if you're more of an auditory learner. To sign up, click on the link in the show notes or visit laurenkepler.com and go over to the courses tab. Hope to see you in there. And we are back. I apologize if the volume went from low to really high there and if I scared you in any way. I'm still working on getting the volume um, all worked out here. This microphone sometimes is still confusing. It's a very technical, professional microphone. Um... But yeah, I'm still working on, I don't even know how to use GarageBand, to be honest. I don't even know how I have a podcast, but somehow I keep showing up every week. So thank you for bearing with me and um, being patient as I figure out the technical side. Anyway, so let's get into the three ways that you can start to be more confident. So the first step is for you to challenge your inner critic. This is going to be one of the most important steps, of course, um, because first of all, when it comes to challenging your inner critic, it's important to recognize that the first step to making any sort of change in your life is awareness, right? You first have to become aware of what it is that you want to change 
And then you have to recognize why it feels so important for you to make this change or to cha- to choose a different path for yourself. And um, the thing is, and this, this was the case for me as well, but most women that I speak to aren't always consciously aware of the stories that they're telling themselves on a daily basis. Um, so what happens is that we have these like stories that run through our head and we're so used to having them there that it becomes mindless chatter and we assume because we haven't learned to challenge the stories that we tell ourselves so we just assume that they're correct and it allows us to we allow those thoughts to determine the direction that we take whether or not we take a risk that we want to take or go for a job that we want or talk to somebody that we want to get to know better Um, based on the stories that are going on in our head that's how we decide whether or not to move forward um And so if you are personally convinced that your own mindless chatter or what your mind, the stories that your mind is telling you, if you're convinced that those things are accurate, could it be because you've never actually challenged those thoughts and, you know, decided like, is this really true? So for an, in order for you to recognize the false beliefs that hold you back from, moving forward and working on becoming the best version of yourself or improving yourself or putting yourself out there, what you need to do is start to pull the stories that you're telling yourself to the forefront of your mind so that you can start to become curious about them. So the key here is to start to pay attention to the things that you tell yourself. What is your mind saying? Like pause throughout the day and think or pause when you're about to make a big decision or when you find yourself in conflict, wherever that um, wherever this voice starts to show up the most, pause and just just recognize like what is my voice or what is my mind telling me right now? Because when I first started to do this, I was shocked at how um, how mean my inner critic was and how much I didn't realize that it was my mindset that was holding me back and that inner critic, that voice that was keeping me playing small. So pay attention to what you tell yourself. And then as these thoughts come up, ask yourself, is this really true? Like who told me this was true? Who made me believe that this was true? Where did, where did I start to adopt this belief? And then can I find evidence that this is accurate Um, where, like, where is the, where's the proof? Um, do I even want to believe this? So you can decide what is it that I choose to believe in this instance? Because there are a lot of things. So for example, like when it comes to money or success or prosperity, there is a lot of opinions about what you should believe when it comes to money, um, that it's maybe selfish to want more money. Maybe it's selfish to spend um, time taking care of yourself. And so it's important to like recognize that some people truly do feel this way, but that's what they've chosen to believe. That's the story that they've told themselves for whatever reason to keep them safe or to keep others down when they don't want others, when they're threatened by other people. Um, so you can look at the different options of, you know, what could I tell myself in this scenario? And then decide, what do I choose to believe? What feels most empowering to me in this moment? 
So when you start there, when you start working on your inner critic, you can begin to empower yourself to write your own narrative. So it feels so much more um, liberating when you are able to make decisions from a place of I choose to, I've chosen to do this versus I feel like I should based on what somebody else told me or what everybody else is doing. So also when you do that, what you're doing is you're building trust with yourself and that leads to more confidence. So you're able to confidently show up and decide, okay, I've chosen to be this way. I've chosen to live this way. I've chosen to think this way and it's nothing that anybody else put on me. And so you can show up and, um, stand up straight and just know that this is the, this is the life that I chose. Um, my inner critic will always be there with me, but I will no longer allow her to hold me back. So the next step is for you to begin to envision your ideal self and what that self looks like. So why is it that we love movies and stories so much? Because they show us what is possible beyond what we may have previously believed. So they allow us to envision something greater than what we had imagined before. So what's happening when you envision your ideal self and who it is that you want to be is you you bring in your creative imagination and and in doing so you allow for growth and expansion instead of fitting yourself inside of that box and continuing to play small you essentially liberate yourself from that box so how do you begin to envision your ideal self um, obviously, there are many ways that you can go about this. If you you can even take what I've said, envision your ideal self, and decide decide how you want to um, move forward with that. Like, where do you want to go with that? But if you need some guidance, I I recommend starting out by writing down and then speaking out loud the qualities that you desire to embody. I've even taken clients through this. So if you have a coach that you're working with, it can be helpful as well to have somebody else to bounce ideas off of. So when you think about who you want to become, your ideal self, are you somebody that you walk around with your head held high? Do you speak with certainty and compassion? Do you fight fiercely for what you believe in? Whatever it is that you want to embody, just begin to get clear on who you are when you show up as your best self or your ideal self or the way that feels um, most empowering to you. Then you want to imagine the version of yourself, like take all those qualities and put it into the person that you are becoming. So imagine, imagine the actual version of yourself who embodies all of those qualities. So how does she dress? What does she spend her time doing? What does she do for a living or career or a hobby? Uh, How does she handle conflict? How does she show up in the face of adversity? Just really begin to get clear on who this woman is. And again, you can do that either by journaling or by speaking to somebody out loud. Now, finally, you can create a vision for a day in her life. So combine what you've come up with for her mental and physical attributes, and that's going to help you really get creative and bring in all of your senses to envision how you might possibly show up in the world and how you desire to show up in the world. So as I said, invite in as many senses as possible 
throughout this exercise, and this will allow you to expand your imagination and solidify your belief in what it is that's available to you. Now, a bonus tip here, because this is something that I've done and I found it really fun and helpful, but you can also make a recording of you reading this vision out loud. So write down, as I said, your ideal day, say like, I wake up in the morning and I feel inspired and refreshed and I sit up and I'm wearing my white nightgown and my feet hit the rug. You know what I mean? Like you can make it as out there or as basic as you want it to, whichever resonates with you most. But once you do make a recording of yourself reading the vision out loud and listen to it each morning. When I used to have a morning commute, I would go to the gym in the mornings and then from the gym driving into work, I would turn on that vision to remind myself of what I'm working towards every single day. So my last tip is one way that you can quickly build confidence that is really easy to forget about or overlook. So what is this? It is, and it's the one that most people don't want to do, is um, doing something outside of your comfort zone as often as possible. But the problem is, you know, most most of us are afraid to try something new or uncomfortable. So it's a catch-22. Like, we know that that's the thing that's really going to get us feeling more confident, but we also feel too afraid in this. We're not confident enough yet to feel um, like we're ready to do it. So here's something that I that helps me, that I remind myself of often, and it's that although I might do something different and that it might end up being an epic failure, there will always be something that I learn from it or I'll grow in some way or I'll gain more confidence just by even having that experience. And a really good example is in running an online business, right? Um, I have built confidence as a leader and as an online course creator and as an entrepreneur by just doing, by stepping out of my comfort zone and doing the things that um, that I know I'm afraid of being bad at, but I know I need to do them anyway. And it's interesting because no matter how things have gone, whether it's gone well or not so well, I've still been able to build confidence. And so by showing up consistently, stepping out of my comfort zone consistently, I've been able to show myself that, hey, I'm not going to die if I fail. Um, if anything, I'm going to learn something or build more confidence. And that in it, in it, in and of itself is a win. And to me, that makes it worthwhile. So um, if this helps you, I recommend writing down this reminder. The more you challenge yourself to get uncomfortable, the more you grow and the more confident you become. And this is even like a mantra that you can write on your mirror or above your desk or something. So write it in first person if it helps you. The more I challenge myself to get uncomfortable the more I grow and the more confident I become. And there you have it. Those are three simple steps to helping you become a more confident version of yourself so you can begin to unapologetically show up and create the life you desire. Are these steps simple? Yes. Are they necessarily easy? No. But it helps if you keep your why you want, why this is so important to you, 
um, close to your heart and at the forefront of your mind because that will keep you moving forward. Knowing that you have a vision and a goal and that all of this will be worth something one day. So I just want to remind you that you can do hard things. And I also want you to know that in this moment, you are enough and you are doing enough. And if you want to dive even deeper into ways that you can improve your confidence, go ahead and download my confidence boosting worksheet, which is available to you in the show notes. Now stay tuned for next week because next week we're going to discuss my top five stress management tools. Can't wait to talk to you then, but until then, have an awesome rest of your week.